Hey, listener, it can be daunting to think about your resume and the future of your career, especially in our current uncertain economic climate. But Vertforce's core value is servant leadership. And we are here to help you and give you direction and guidance. Because of that, we're sharing this teaser episode for our upcoming resource, Resume Bootcamp. In this episode, we teach you to take advantage of virtual volunteer work to help your community and bolster your resume. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Burt Force Podcast. Our show helps active duty military spouses plan virtual careers. Each week, we'll be uncovering the secrets of virtual work to help get you hashtag hired. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the show for you. We are bringing you everything from juicy job opportunities to advice on how to glow up for a virtual interview. And now, Let's meet our host. She's the change maker responsible for getting over 700 military spouses hashtag hired and making a $15 million impact in the military community. Vertforce founder, professional speaker, remote staff augmentation specialist, visionary. Here's our host, Kimber Hill. Hey friend. Here at Vertforce, our hearts go out to everyone experiencing economic hardship right now. Our team at Vertforce is constantly working to give back to our community. We want to be your anchor for your employment and career goals. So today we are spilling the beans about Resume Bootcamp. Resume Bootcamp is an upcoming free training that will have an associated private group membership and coursework you can opt into. We will release the full series on our podcast. If you'd like to join the waiting list for Resume Bootcamp, visit bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen bootcamp. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash VF hyphen bootcamp. That link will be in our show notes. So why are we talking about this now? One of the strategies we cover in Resume Bootcamp is using volunteer work to bolster your resume and your interview performance. If you are one of the many people with extra time on your hands right now, you can take this time to support your community and volunteer. We found over 120,000 virtual volunteer opportunities using volunteermatch.org. Why not kill two birds with one stone? Help yourself while also contributing to the greater good while we all find our way through this pandemic. Hey you, you found Resume Bootcamp Brought to you by Vertforce, our free training to help you get your resume in fighting shape. In today's training, we discuss volunteer work and internships on your resume. 
I want to chat with you about how volunteer work can hurt you and how to use your volunteer work to help you. The first principle we need to chat about is how should you be allowing volunteer work to show up in your interview process and in your application process? So I want you to classify yourself into one of two groups here. One group of people, you have plenty of work experience. There is nothing to stop you from excluding your volunteer work altogether. The other group, maybe you've been out of work for a while. You're using volunteer work to build your work experience. Volunteer work plays an important place on your resume. Okay, now that we've gotten that out of the way and you can identify of which group you belong to, here is my number one tip. If you're on a volunteer team, you are working. You are exchanging time for experience. You may not be exchanging time for pay, but you are exchanging your time for something. That is work experience. If you do not have work experience on your resume, Your volunteer positions should be listed as a formal title with that organization, and you should treat the description of the activity you perform as a job description on your resume, on your LinkedIn, in your interview. It is likely never going to come up in an interview that you were not paid unless you volunteer that information. Let me explain how that can hurt you. For example, we were recently interviewing a candidate who seemed like the perfect fit for a position. As you know, Vertforce helps businesses pick out the right candidate. So the business we were working with was a part of the interview. As the candidate is explaining all of the most accurate information from her recent experience with a particular organization, she then closes the sentence with, but it was all volunteer work. So what did she do in that statement? She completely undermined herself. Using the word but, but it was all volunteer-based, immediately put doubt in the hiring manager's mind. And I could see it all over the hiring manager's face in the middle of the interview. And after the interview, what did the hiring manager say? He said, ah, but I lost a lot of confidence in her when she told me that was a volunteer position. Why? Who knows? I can't fault the hiring manager for saying what they said or believing what they believe. But this goes back to something that women do often, in particular, not riding the confidence wave. The confidence wave is what is going to help you stand out in interview situations, and you undermine yourself by saying, oh, but it was just volunteer work, or I just did this. The word just being used at all, it's not architect language. Go back to episode number 10 from Vertforce. You are what you speak with Mark England. You've got to understand what conflict language is. Using things like, but it was just... Or, it was kind of like working. It was kind of like a job. You're misrepresenting yourself. You're self-sabotaging. Okay? If she had not said that was volunteer work, the hiring manager would have had a completely different perspective of her. 
And who cares? If she was doing the job, if she was showing up and putting hours in, who cares if she was getting paid or not? She has the work experience. So I encourage you to consider this. If you are in a volunteer position right now that is similar to work, I want to challenge you to think about it like a job. Most of us volunteer because we care about a cause, number one, or number two, we're trying to stay busy and do good with our free time, or number three, we're looking for experience in some type of area. In any of those situations, it is perfectly permissible for you to indicate that that is a working position on your LinkedIn and on your resume. If for any reason a hiring manager says, was this volunteer work? You should absolutely answer yes. However, there is no need for you to include that information up front. Now, I do want to say if this is something you're just half-heartedly throwing your hat into, definitely list it as as volunteer work. If it's not something that you feel you're getting work experience from, you have a defined job or you have a defined list of responsibilities, don't list it as a job. For example, if you are a brand ambassador with Vertforce, we want you to list that as work experience because as a brand ambassador with Vertforce, you have a defined role. You are on one of three teams and in those teams, you have weekly responsibilities to execute. And it is structured and it is defined. That is work experience. We are exchanging your time for work experience and remote team experience, which is intended to help you in the remote marketplace. If you volunteer at a thrift store and you have retail responsibilities, you have stocking responsibilities, you have inventory responsibilities, that is a job. You're exchanging your time for experience. I'm hard-pressed to think of any volunteer opportunities that could not also constitute as a job other than giving blood. That's not a job, right? There's no way you could formulate going to a, a Red Cross blood drive and donating of your time and bodily fluids to be a position, right? So... The only circumstance where I would say don't formulate your volunteer work as a job is in that if you're donating blood, that does that does not count, right? But also if you have plenty of work experience on your resume already. There's no need to add additional fluff if your volunteer experience does not contribute to your resume. So for example, let's go back to the you're volunteering at your local thrift store. However, your resume is geared towards a digital marketing opportunity. You are looking for a digital marketing role and you have an ample work history of elements to include. You didn't do anything at the thrift store that could have supported digital marketing. Or maybe you did. But who cares? Because you have enough actual work experience to fill up your resume. If you did, maybe you led a digital marketing effort for your local thrift store. Just make that as a footnote in your volunteer history. The point we're getting to here in this conversation is volunteer work can hurt you or it can help you. And the way that you frame it depends on what your relationship with volunteer work is going to look like. My major tips for you are 
If you are volunteering, ask your volunteer manager to give you a formal title. I see a lot of times people joining organizations to volunteer and their title is volunteer. Often this is indicative of a volunteer program that's not structured and doesn't give you a set of responsibilities. So if that's the case, if you're on a volunteer team where it's not structured, you're not given responsibilities, ask for them or create your own plan for what you can do for that organization. I used to volunteer for the Alabama Broadcasters Association and there was no real job outline and no title. So I asked for one. I said, could you please give me uh, the title of junior broadcasting assistant and give me a a set of responsibilities that I can add to my resume. And I pitched to them what I could do for them every week. I didn't get paid and that's okay. I exchanged my time for experience and it went on my resume. Did I tell everybody it was a volunteer program or an internship program? No, and you shouldn't either. If it comes up, of course, be honest about it. But if you're sticking that stuff out there like a a flag in your yard, like, hey, I did this, but overlook me because it was really volunteer work, you're (laughs) self-sabotaging. Okay, So with this being said, I hope that this empowers you to go back and look at your resume, go back and think about interviews where you might have done this to yourself and stop. So again, I'm calling you to go listen to episode 10 of our podcast, You Are What You Speak. Understand the difference between architect language and sabotaging language. And moving forward, use your volunteer work to your benefit. Ask for a title. Ask for responsibilities if there aren't any and that's not available or they can't come up with one for you, make it yourself and ask for approval. For example, you could say, here's the title I want. Here are the responsibilities that I want. Would you please approve this? And that's what should go on your resume. And when you're in your interview, don't you ever undercut yourself by saying it was just volunteer work. Vertforce fam, I hope you have enjoyed this teaser episode of Resume Bootcamp. Remember, we are launching very soon, but if you want to get on the waiting list for Resume Bootcamp, visit bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen bootcamp. That's bit, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash VF hyphen bootcamp. Join our waiting list and you'll be the first to know when Resume Bootcamp drops. Okay, much love. I hope this has helped you. All right, Vert Force, that is it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and leave us a review. We really love hearing from you. If you need to find the show notes, which include all of the resources we discussed in this episode, You can find those at vertforce.us. Guys, I'm serious when I say we want to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or a question, email us at support at vertforce.us. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. All right, catch you next week.